Welcome into Mock Trial Masterclass, your guide to controlling the courtroom. I'm Luke, and I want you to be a Mock Trial Master. Let's talk about how you can make that happen. One of the bigger challenges you may face as an attorney in Mock Trial is cross-examining expert witnesses. I know that on my team, it's often the most experienced and talented attorneys who we give that opportunity to because it can be such a difficult thing. Well, I promise you, though it's difficult, it's definitely not impossible. And in fact, I think if you practice some of the tips we're going to go over in this video, you'll do really, really well with your expert witness cross-examinations. See, I tend to think that a good expert cross-examination follows three simple steps. And in this video, we're going to go over those steps to make sure you're ready to rock out the next time you get the opportunity to cross-examine an expert witness. So are you ready to hop in? Let's do it. So in terms of your technique generally on cross-examination with experts, the way you're phrasing your questions, your movement, your tone of voice, that's not going to change from a normal cross-examination, right? I wouldn't tell you to, to alter your performance in some way when you're crossing an expert. But what is going to be different is the type of questions you ask, the way you go about the cross-examination, the specific content of the cross-examination. And that's what I want to talk about in this video because there's really three specific things you need to cross on when you're dealing with an expert witness. And the first of them is their background. Now, in real life, you very well may have a squeaky clean expert witness who takes the stand and has a flawless background and that no one is really disputing. And hey, that's great in real life. But my experience in mock trial is that nine times out of 10, an expert witness part has something in their background that the folks who wrote the case are just begging you as an attorney to attack on cross. And so you really need to take them up on that and do exactly that. You need to cross-examine the expert witness on their background. Now, sometimes the examples of this are like way over the top. I can think of times where I was crossing an expert who, you know, if you look at their resume or their curriculum vitae, it's got things, you know, in the publication column like, you know, how to lie to jury members and how to, how to get jury members to believe in things that aren't true, right? Occasionally, you'll get a smoking gun like that, but even if you don't get something that bad, chances are there is something in this expert witness's background that you'll be able to cross-examine them on. So pull out their CV, pull out their witness statement, and start digging. Is there something in their background that doesn't quite line up with what they're going to be talking about in this case? Is there something in their background that's going to give them bias in some way? Maybe they were an advocate for a specific political cause that would give them a bias for the type of testimony they're giving in the case. Right? There are all sorts of things specifically in an expert's background that you can cross-examine them on to make them look less credible. But regardless of what you pick, again, I would say nine times out of 10, there's going to be something in that expert's background that you can point out on cross-examination to make them seem, again, a little bit less credible. It's not always going to be a big smoking gun. It's not always going to be this horrible thing that they did in their past that they lied or cheated or stole or went to jail or whatever. But a lot of times you can find something if you look hard enough. So as an attorney, you gotta be like a detective when you go through this expert's witness statement. Dig through, ask questions, think critically, and say, what about this expert's background can I cross them on? 
The second thing you want to cross-examine an expert witness on is their process. Now, the rules of evidence require that an expert witness follow reliable methods and procedures as they come to their conclusion. And so this is a great time to cross-examine them on those methods. You may agree that their methods were reliable as far as Rule 702, which is that rule I was just talking about, goes. But you may have some questions about how reliable it actually is. And that's why you want to cross the witness on their process. Did they come to their conclusion too quickly? Did they skip an important step along the way? Did bias enter the picture during this part of the procedure? Because again, bias can affect their background. It can also affect their process. So again, you're going to want to really study the expert's witness statement. You're going to want to study their resume and dig into their process and ask logical questions. Did the steps that they took in coming to the conclusion they reached for this case make sense? Was there something they could have done better that I can ask them about? Right. Start to think about those things as you're developing your expert cross and you'll be headed in the right direction. Because again, a lot of times there's going to be something in the process that you can cross-examine them on. I'll give you an example from my team from last season. There was an expert in uh, like dirt science. It was like a, a geology type of expert, rocks and sand and things like that. And, and as my team and I dug into this expert's witness statement, what we found is that in the past, this, witness, or this expert had always conducted interviews as a part of their uh, you know, investigations, as a part of their scientific research. Well, in this case that we were dealing with, the expert witness did not conduct interviews. So you better believe that when my students got up to cross-examine this witness in tournaments, one of the first questions they asked was, now, usually in the past, you always conducted interviews, right? That was a part of your process. But in this case, that was not a part of your process. And sometimes the other witness had a good answer for why it wasn't part of their process this time. But the point was effectively made simply by asking the question. Those are the types of things you need to look for as you're preparing to cross-examine experts. Is there something in their process that I can attack, that I can ask questions about? And it's not going to throw them out, right? You're not going to just totally throw them out of the, the courtroom or anything or get the jury to go, oh, we can't believe him. But you'll create a little bit of doubt and you will look really, really effective as the crossing attorney. Before we get into the third thing that you'll want to cross expert witnesses on, I want to remind you that my book, Mock Trial Masterclass, is available for purchase on Amazon. Guys, there's a whole chapter in this book devoted to cross-examination, and I put pretty much everything I know about cross from an attorney and a witness standpoint in there. We talk about how to phrase your questions. We talk about how to get a witness to agree with you as a witness. We talk about how to make life difficult for an attorney and how to back them into a corner. But also this book is just full of a ton of other great information on mock trial in general. So if you're enjoying this video, if you're enjoying the videos on this channel, I can assure you that you'll enjoy this book too because it's the exact same kind of stuff we're talking about. And if you want to pick up a copy, you can click the link in the description on YouTube or in the show notes on podcast platforms. So you've cross-examined the witness on their background. You talked about their process. Finally, you want to talk about their results because again, there's probably going to be something here that you're going to be able to critique the expert witness on. So in just about every case, with very rare exception, an expert witness is going to come to the witness stand and have an opinion of some kind, right? That's part of the reason that in real life we would even tender a witness as an expert so that they can give the jury their opinion. When that happens, when the expert gives the jury their opinion, it is your job to attack 
that opinion. And here's the thing, you might not completely disagree with their opinion. You know, their opinion might be that this particular person is mentally unstable, and you may be sitting there as the attorney thinking, yeah, you know what, they're mentally unstable. But I bet there's something in that opinion that they give that you can attack. Maybe it was worded very, very strongly with, you know, leaving no room for doubt, and you can say, well, you know, there maybe is a little bit of doubt that we can play in here, right? Chances are there is something in every expert witness's conclusion, their results, that you're going to be able to cross-examine on. And here's the important thing, too, to remember as we close this out, is that this doesn't need to be a sequential order thing, right? And what I mean by that is we talked about, we started talking about background, and then we talked about process, and now we're talking about results. What I don't want you to do is go into a cross and say, let's talk about your background, and then you ask a few questions, and well, let's talk about your process, and then you ask a few questions. Let's talk about your results, right? Chances are that's not going to be the best way to organize your cross. What you're going to want to do in your cross-examination is organize it in the most effective and engaging way, and that very well may be starting with the results and then going into the background and then going into the process, right? Whatever's going to work best for you to tell a captivating story to the jury and recontrol that narrative for you, that's the order that you're going to want to do your content in. But however you arrange it, right, whatever order you do it in, just keep these three things in mind as you're preparing your next expert cross-examination because if you're really overwhelmed and you're sitting there thinking, man, how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to write a good cross for this expert? How am I going to prepare a good cross? Following those three steps, again, the witness's background, the witness's process, and the witness's results. If you can cross on those three things, dig through the witness statements, find things that you can ask about, that you can poke holes in, and you do it really, really well, you're going to score highly and you're going to give a mock trial master level expert cross-examination.